I am Tova Cito. And I am Janice Scant. And we believe our lives should be happy, healthy, and abundant. And that it is our job to get us there. Every week, we will have inspiring, educational, and fun conversations that will help you live your very best life. Welcome to The Remedy. Well, hello, everybody, and Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Where's the confetti? Where's the champagne? (laughs) Yeah, we should have had some. We should have. (laughs) I cannot believe it's 2022. Oh, my gosh. What in the world? How did that happen? I remember when my kids were in elementary school, and they, yeah, I'm sure... Uh, Highland Park did this, but like whatever elementary school they went to, they got t-shirts uh-huh, for uh-huh. their graduate, like uh-huh. class of 2022. And I remember them running out with their new t-shirt for the year. And I remember thinking when they graduate, it will be 2022. And yeah. here we freaking are. This, uh, Wesley was a class of 2000 and that seemed just crazy. And now it's 2022. 2000? Uh-huh. She's... Is that right? No. Well, she's 40. She graduated 22 years ago? Yeah. She's 40. That is crazy. She looks so much younger than that. I know. Wow. Yeah, she turned 40 in November. Keep going, Wesley. <laughs> Hottie. Well, happy new year. Kev, how you feeling today? I feel good. So you got me with that ice cube. In my mouth. <laughs> I love chewing ice. I need to stop. <laughs> oh, I get I hot don't. in here and it helps me cool down just to chew on ice. I, uh, I like the little ice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> me too. Little rabbit's ice. Um, okay, we got to thank our sponsor today, Catherine Jovasich. She, um, she's a girl who's been listening to us for a long time. She just moved. She grew up here. Lived in, uh, lived in Oregon for a little while, just moved back. Nice. And she is a big fan of The Remedy, loves what we're doing, and she is, I think this is probably her third time to give to us. Oh, that's so nice. Thank yeah. you, thank you. She's very generous. Thank you, Catherine. Oh, and you know what I just remembered? What? She said that I didn't have to say her name, but oh. I did. Oh. <laughs> she was like, and I can be anonymous. I mean, that's just her sweetness. She has... A very generous, sweetheart. So I love our topic for today. It's called Your Greatness. I love it too. Oh, I love it. So just like last week, um, this came from a thought um, from one of our devotionals. Mm -hmm. And I read it and I felt really inspired to be great. (laughs) Yeah. And this is today's reading. Oh, it is. Yeah. December 27th. Oh, wow. Oh, because we're recording on December 27th. It's not... Yeah, it's not actually today's, but... So tomorrow we can have champagne. Yeah. Yeah. We sure can. (laughs) And on New Year's, the day after that. Yep. New Year's Eve, the day after that. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I'll just read a little bit of this. Um, It said... So I must have been ahead in my devotional. You must have been (laughs) reading ahead. I do that too. Sometimes if I have a little more time, I do Uh, that. Me too. Um, Okay. How would it be if you argued as hard for your greatness as you do for your limitations? Try making or try talking as vehemently about what's going right in your world 
or about what great things other people are doing as you do when you complain about it. Speak forcefully about your greatness. I love that. I do too. Speak forcefully about your greatness, your ability, your direction, your dreams, and your life. Not about the things you think are holding you back. Speak powerfully about your own light and gifts helps you listen to the future that is calling you. Throw your vision with power and confidence like a lasso out into the future to capture it. Then pull yourself toward it with your belief that you can do it. Knowing, speaking, and sharing your greatness helps you unfold your vision step by step. Since you are now anchored to your future, confidently speaking your future into being, you can be assured that each next step will be revealed to you. Isn't that amazing? I love it. I really do. And I love that Marianne Williamson saying. Do you see that? Oh, yeah. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. Okay, what, what, how does that speak to you? Why do you like that so much? Well, I like it because I think it's true. I think that we are afraid of speaking our greatness, and we're afraid of claiming all the good and all of that. And so I think that that's, it's fearful for us. I mean, we, we have been, a lot of us were taught, well, don't be so full of yourself. You know, don't mm-hmm. brag about what you do well or what you mm-hmm. what you believe you deserve. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of people walk around thinking they don't deserve a lot of things mm-hmm. and to be successful. And so it's interesting. You and I get a lot of really positive feedback from our listeners. Um, yeah, we do. Which I'm so thankful for. Me too. Um, the only, and I think I've told you this and Kevin, the only negative feedback that I have ever received about our show was about the show that we did on our superpower. Oh, really? Did I tell you this? No. no I don't what happened? This, yeah. So I had somebody direct message me uh-huh. who I'm, I did not know, which is fine. I, I can take negative feedback too. No, don't discourage that. Yeah, I'm not discouraging it. But it was interesting because she felt like we were bragging. She felt like that was us being very braggadocious about our gifts. And she did not, she thought that we were not being humble, that it was off-putting. You know, I can kind of see your point, but the whole point of the episode was to kind of brag a little bit. Well, but I think it's actually going right to this quote of by, her name's Marianne Williamson, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. That says that, that, well, let me go to it real quick. Oh, do you have it up? Janice? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Read it. Read Our it deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. And I would even add, and can frighten others. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. this girl. I we you and if you anybody knows us, they know that we're not walking around talking like in a braggadocious. No, way. definitely not. Well, the I've thing never seen is, I think that what I think that when we look at our greatness. Because we are an expression of divinity, God, yes. 
We it's are not great. me. I didn't create me. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful, marvelous me. Yes. <laughs> no, you know, and I think I think that that is, but it, but that is a new, a relatively yes. new concept for me because. I, I think it's a relatively new concept for the world. Yeah, because I think can we can embrace this. Yeah, we were raised. Oh, don't brag about yourself, or don't, don't. Yeah, just, just, yeah, don't tell mm-hmm, her, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think that for people to, you know, my grandchildren are. I think children are so cute about it because I'll say like, "Wow, oh, and you are so smart, aren't you?" And he'll say, "Yeah." You know, I mean, they, they are, they're comfortable. Anna Prince just did that on oh, the phone yeah. with Tova. <laughs> yeah, she did. She I did. was just about to say, I was just on the phone with my daughter in here and I was like, you look so beautiful. And she goes, I know. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I, I love I, that. I do too. I, I encourage that with my children. Me too. Well, I just want to say to that listener, it wasn't my idea. You know, it's all these characters come up with these topics. So. <laughs> yeah, don't don't hate Kevin. <laughs> yeah, don't hang it on me. <laughs> well, I think that I think that the reason why being able to argue for our greatness is that can that when we put that out there. We have a chance of being that. Absolutely. And and I and I and I think everyone has it. It's and not me and you and nobody else. Everyone has their own greatness. Absolutely. But they have to recognize it. I I mean, I will tell people a lot when they come in my office and they're feeling a lot of shame. I'll say, make a, start with the letter A and come up with something that you exercise. really like about yourself or mm-hmm. one of your gifts. What are you really good at? Mm-hmm. You know, and go through the entire alphabet Some coming awesome. up with a word that describes you or something you do or how you think. In a positive way. I kind of liked having to answer the superhero question. Huh? I kind of liked having to answer the superpower question or whatever, though, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. nice. Because every person has it. Every. And that, I yeah. think the only reason that conversation could possibly offend or upset or appear braggadocious is is if I if I'm having that conversation and I'm I am puffing myself up against somebody else like if i'm saying these things about myself because i'm elevating i think i'm elevating myself Mm -hmm. compared to other people i'm not like i believe to janice's point what she just said i believe we're all great yeah and we all are the same i don't believe anyone is more than or less than uh and so when i say those things about myself it's not because i'm i'm Putting myself on a pedestal. That you're better than anyone, or that yes. you're the only yeah, person who has these abilities. Not yeah, yeah, at yeah. all. I do think not that there are some people. So I think a talent is something that some people have more of sure. than yes. others. Yes. For sure. Yes. And I think that can be a special differential mm-hmm. between people. Mm-hmm. But even those who don't have the talent to play the piano mm-hmm. throw a ball or yeah or throw a ball can there's something else that's in there Absolutely. that is really great that's and very I, great i think it's a very interesting 
process for parents to do with their kids. You know, I mean, over dinner, sit around and go around the table and say, tell me something that you think that you're really great at Mm -hmm. and something that you are proud of yourself for being able to do. Mm -hmm. Share your greatness with me. Share your greatness with me. Yes. And, uh, you know, I think where we've gotten into trouble with this whole idea of greatness is society has put value on people's greatness. I mean, I've seen it with my boys and sports. So football players are elevated in at my children's school. The, right. the, they're great football players have a better chance of being seen socially than the guy who plays the flute in the band. Right. And, and that's because of the value that society has put on greatness. Well, or the value that that age group has yes. put on, and then maybe that high school, whereas if they were at the arts magnet, magnet that's exactly that would be right. totally different. That's so exactly it's more right. about perspective and what I value, yep. then that is, if, if I value, you know, someone singing really well mm-hmm. as compared to somebody who's a great tennis player, mm-hmm. then if I value the singer more, then that's just because of my personal taste or whatever. So, mm-hmm. But it's not true that one is greater no. than another. No, no. And it is it is tricky, especially in teenagers, but it's, it's all across the board oh, in society. Yeah. I mean, people put people on pedestals. I mean, when I worked at the church... People thought I was a great Christian and put me on in a different category, social, whatever, spiritual category than themselves. That's and and I I've I've never been comfortable with that. You know, my talents and are different than your talents, but neither one of us is greater than another. Well, you could be better at something but than greater. somebody else, but you're not more valued, more highly yeah. valued for your specific talent or gift as as someone else. And some people will work really, really hard, like you going to seminary and working on that is you learned a lot and you were able to be really be really good at what you did because you had worked at it. Well, I want to be really great at what I love. And, yeah. I mean, Kevin, you're really great at what you do. And it's because you have interest, you have talent, you have passion. Like, I don't have passion. I have passion for our podcast. Right. I don't have passion. Audio engineering. To produce uh, <laughs> our podcast. <laughs> I don't have any desire to know how to work that thing. <laughs> no, but. I could it, teach you to live produce a show in a day. You're so great at it. Um. So, Kev, how do you feel comfortable with your greatness? Uh, yeah, I think so. You do? Yeah, for sure. It is funny, though. I feel like it kind of came up randomly. You were just saying how we get a lot of listener feedback, and the only negative one had to do with the superpower episode. And, like, superpower and greatness actually do totally tie in together. Totally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, like, sort of came up organically, but plays into what you're actually talking about today. Very, very much so. 
Yeah. Very much so. Well, and I think it's so easy for us to downplay some of the things that we think we're good at because of what somebody else may think mm. about it. You know, I, I entered my book proposal in that contest, and I did not get it, mm. which was, I mean, when I when I found out that I didn't get it, then I, you know, I kind of was like, oh, well, that means the book isn't good. I'm just going to shut it. I'm just going to forget about Prince Charming. And, <laughs> and, and then, you know, and then I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep doing it. And there'll be another way for that to get published, you Absolutely. know? And so we we can allow the external to so affect our opinion of our greatness yes. that I think there are a lot of people that walk around that are intimidated by putting words to what they mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. they're really good at mm-hmm. because of someone thinking they're being braggadocious. And mm-hmm. I think I was raised, my I remember my family saying, don't brag about that. Or don't brag. You know, I think that it is a relatively new concept that we can celebrate what we're good at. Can you really be great at something and not know that you're great at it? Well, I... I I think you have to. You have to know it to be great. I I think you're right. I I think that is a really great question. I think that people may know they're great at it, but they won't put words to it because they feel like somebody will think they're bragging. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But deep down, they know. They know. Yes, definitely. And this is funny. This plays into my life quote. I told you guys because I knew this would come up someday, but does anybody remember what it was? No. No, what? I I can't either because remember I texted you guys one night. I'm like, this is my quote that I always forget. Uh, (laughs) This is my my vision statement that I don't remember. Yes, exactly. That I always forget. (laughs) (laughs) I'll try to remember it and then we can put it in the show notes or something. (laughs) So So along the lines, I don't want to be good at something. I don't want to be great at everything. I just want to be the best at something. Something like that. Well, that's the best really in the whole wide world. Yes. Oh, okay. Because you can be go. great at a couple things or whatever. You can be good at everything. Lots you know, of things. But it's really unique to be the best at something. I don't know. How do you define the best? Like, who is the best athlete in the world? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know that. Or who is the best? What What would you call yourself? Producer. Producer. I, I don't know. I would say radio professional or audio professional. Um. Oh, that's that's easy. Nobody's done more than Howard Stern in the radio business. Oh. So he would be the best. He's like the Beatles. Like nobody will ever surpass the influence that they had. You know what I mean? Like even huge podcasters now will never have that level of. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. Well, wasn't a lot of that. Well, I mean, <laughs> was that because he was new? Because he broke into a new area with that. Exactly. Yes. Because nobody did what he did. No, and that became the dominant form mm-hmm. for morning shows and that whole it thing. It did. You know, yeah. To be able to actually talk about real stuff and yeah. You know, I love that this platform exists. Oh, so do I. I mean, but that's what amazing. I mean because radio was such a was a much more finite thing back then. Though yeah. that's why I say you had the ability to to get so high. But today, there's so much content out there. Oh, yeah. But I love that. I mean, this is now like the default uh, mm-hmm. medium for spoken word content. You totally. Know I mean? for, for talk. Oh, it's yeah. Free education. I love podcasts. Me too. Because when I started this, it was like, you know, whenever it was, 2011, yeah, 10 years now. This was like something nobody knew what it was, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like an up and coming thing. People were like, what's a podcast? Now, I mean, you got to be living under a rock to not know what a podcast is. Yeah. It is the, it's not an up and coming medium anymore. It's the yeah. medium. And I, I love it. I do too. I feel If you very, can't tell I'm a little passionate about this. Uh, well, <laughs> I, I love it. I, I love that. And I love that we get to do it. I mean, oh my this gosh. is a, an amazing opportunity for us. Yeah. But I never, ever thought that we could do what we do and be so successful and have so much fun. And I mean, I, this brings me so much joy. 
Yeah, Me I too. mean, we just sit here and talk about things that we <laughs> we just like to talk. Yes. And we like each other, and it's it's it really is. I mean, it's a privilege, and it's fun, and it's humbling that people actually listen to. Yeah, it. but I think they listen because we're good at it. Yeah, one hundred percent. I think we're great at it, and and I think that this is just one of those things that, like, when you do something in your life, you know, and we talked about it, your dance space, like, yeah. you, you, I. I don't know how to ballroom dance. And so I'm not going to go to a ballroom and pretend that I can do that because that's not my dance space. But I love, I'll watch it and I'll appreciate that other people yeah. are really, really good at it. There's other dance floors that I'm going to be the first one out there. Not because I think I'm really good at it, but that's where I'm really passionate yeah. and comfortable. And I just, you know, I think as you get older and you mm-hmm. find your your passion, you find that, dance space and you just start dancing mm-hmm. and and it, it feels right well i think and i think that another thing that happens is when we are operating in our dance space or mm-hmm. in our area of greatness even mm-hmm. if we don't know it it will unfold it does and it will become exactly what it's meant to yeah i mean mm-hmm. i i kept when i went back to grad school and got my masters in counseling i mean i never I never, ever, ever dreamt that I would have as successful a practice as I did, mm-hmm. as I do. Mm-hmm. And it was, but, and it was, and it unfolded. Well, people warned you against it. Oh, yeah. They said, <laughs> oh, don't do that. You know, I'm just be another starving therapist. therapist out there. <laughs> you know, and, and I think sometimes we inadvertently step into some of that, which mm-hmm. I think that's part of the divine aspect of mm-hmm. it. And then you just kind of go for the ride and then you let it unfold you know like your like your business i mean you took a leap of faith to not be in corporate broadcasting when i finally quit corporate radio i'm like i'm out of here i'm going into podcasting and people are always kind of like that's cute (laughs) (laughs) they were like oh that's really cute kevin what is that Uh what is that podcast (laughs) i'll never see him again <laughs> that's hilarious. That's yeah. cute. Yeah. Yes. And now none of those people are working because I mean, oh yeah, because it's an antiquated, exactly. outdated thing. Well, hundred percent. And I think that the thing that you that is essential about this whole thing and recognizing your areas of potential greatness when mm-hmm. you're starting out and then believing in it and claiming it. Yeah. And if it doesn't end up being exactly along the path that you thought, it'll it'll have a twist or it'll have a turn or something. And I think that that's why everybody can find some area of their greatness. Absolutely. You know, I have I've had friends that I remember when my kids were little, I had friends that were the greatest little kid mom yes that i had ever seen yes they loved every minute of it i thought it was hard and i was tired mm-hmm. and it was i mean i think i did a okay job with my daughters i was kind to them and everything mm-hmm. but it wasn't my part of greatness mm-hmm. you know i mean mm-hmm. but there were people my some of my friends were actually some of the greatest moms i've ever 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 seen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know they were making cookies and play-doh mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. watercoloring on the dining room table every day mm-hmm. 
and I was just trying to keep everything tidy. <laughs> I'm sorry, girls. I just got a. I just got a. Uh, Insta. I just saw on Instagram a friend of mine, Julie Crenshaw in Austin. Ben was holding up a T-shirt that she gave him for Christmas, and it says, "You can't scare me." And underneath it, it says, "I have three daughters." <laughs> That's Isn't so that true. Hilarious! I that, have to have that T-shirt. You totally need. That Isn't t-shirt. that funny? And that is so true. But I mean, that you know, mm-hmm. I mean, parenting is difficult. Oh yeah, and and you're not going to be a, a champion at it. Every stage. I mean, there are every season or yes, at all. I love what you said. It's it's this idea of like cultivating a like you're a champion, a champion's mindset. Like I am going to be. This feels really good. This feels like a really great thing for me. This feels uh, comfortable and happy and passionate. And then just becoming really, 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 really great at it. Mm-hmm. Like, like you, you, I think so much of why you have been so successful in your practice is because you cultivated at that, a positive, happy mindset. And so what you were putting out just boomeranged right back Yeah, and people couldn't help, but leave your office, feel better, get on the phone with their best friend, their sister their brother and say, man, this, she's really helping. Well, maybe I should talk to her. I mean, it breeds it. And that plays perfectly into what I was saying earlier. Like when you want to be the best at something, I don't have to literally be the best in the world. You know, it's just how you want to be remembered and regarded. Like you say, that guy was the best at what he did. Like, you know, there are people right now who will say Janice is the best at what she does. Yeah. Yeah. She is the best. And that's just what I want. That's what I work towards, you know? Yeah. That's a good one. That's motivational. Yeah, that's really good one. Well, thanks, Kev. No, no, you're welcome. <laughs> when I put some thought into this, I think one of the things that has uh, helped me become great is I have not allowed adversity mm-hmm. in my life to take me down. Mm-hmm. I totally agree, Tova. And, yeah. But I think that that's a big part of all of us. You know, it's it's not special to me. I think that getting up when you're down is one of the most difficult things to do. I mean, I've told this story on this podcast where day after day after I lost Charlie, I'd get coffee and I'd just be standing there like a zombie drinking my coffee, freaking hated waking up because I had to face the reality that my son was dead. And, and I, I did not want to keep going. And yet I kept going. And Mm -hmm. I think that is a, because our greatest challenges and our greatest, biggest setbacks can catapult us and did catapult me into become into my greatness. Uh The parts of me that are the best parts of me are because Uh of my greatest adversity. Then after that, you had to do it again. I mean, yeah, to go through that. And and that is, that is special. I think took me to my, to (laughs) where I am. That yeah. It was the catalyst. I think catalyst. a lot of people couldn't get, would not have, you know. But I think that's what defines, that's what, that is the catalyst. If we allow it, mm-hmm. that our deepest, darkest moments on the closet floor, I, I don't want to be here anymore. This is the worst thing that could ever happen. Those things have immense power to, to, to catapult us in mm-hmm. to the next place. Mm-hmm. And that's either going to be, can be really, really, really bad, 
or really, really, really great. There's no doubt. That's when I was getting my divorce. Yep. Yeah. And you guys have both had those times where you're uh-huh. like, maybe I'd be better off not being here anymore. Well, oh, oh. I, I laid on my closet floor and cried my eyes out and tried to figure out how to kill myself. And I couldn't even, I couldn't figure it out because I was afraid of a gun. It was too messy. And I was afraid of pills not working. And I'd like have hairs growing out of my You and I had the same. Being in some hospital bed. Same fears. And that it didn't happen. And then I went to therapy and my therapist suggested that I might, well, have you ever thought about going to school? No, but I like it and I'm good at it. And he said, okay, I think you'd be a good therapist. So all of that was purposeful in order to push me into that. To your greatness. I would have never in my wildest dreams Mm -hmm. ever, ever, ever imagined it. Yep. And and partly because I wasn't good at at marriage. What do I, how can I tell anybody (laughs) something to do? You know? So anyway, it is. And that's why when we recognize our greatness, it's not being arrogant. It's Mm -hmm. being grateful for that Mm -hmm. ability to do something that we love well. Yeah. To be an expression of our God that, that is in each one of us. Yeah. I think one of the things that I could be better at, but I think that is a really big part of being great is is being a hustler. Like oh. like going for it, you know. Um I mean, I think about I just even think about this podcast and Oftentimes, I'll just be thinking, God, what could we be doing more? What mm-hmm. could be doing different? We talk, we think about it a lot and talk about it. Yeah, yeah. but but I, I think the COVID kind of slowed us down on that momentum definitely. of okay, where do we go now mm-hmm. with this? Yeah, and I we I do mean, need to get together and have some. But I am children. proud of Just where I mean, there are podcasts all over the people producing podcasts that would kill to be in our position. But yeah, but I people ask me that all the time. How do you get to like where you guys are right now? Yeah, like, I don't know. The remedy is an anomaly. I didn't have anything to do with it. Like, I mean, I can, I can That's do any true. every part of the process though. But I mean, I can teach someone how to talk on the air. I can make you know, I can produce you a great sounding show and even help you know, you can make it entertaining and good content, whatever. But I can't make people like you or follow you or listen. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, that just right, all no. happened. I didn't have anything to do with that. I didn't, you know, promotion that or is, marketing or SEO. I didn't do any of that. It just well, happened. <laughs> I do appreciate our listeners because I think them talking about it, our yeah. listeners talk about it. But I think it's just that like all these things breeds. fell into place perfectly somehow. It, it does. And that's what we wanted. You know, that's what, what, when you asked me to be a part of this, I mean, I was so flattered and humbled by it and I thought oh well that'll be so fun (laughs) and it has been so much fun and the fact that people benefit from it Mm -hmm. is just like lots of people yeah Mm -hmm. it I'm so full of gratefulness (laughs) about that and who would have thought and I so I think a lot of times when people are trying to find their area of greatness is they just got to go for it yeah take a step yes and even if you don't see the I visualize myself standing on a cliff, and there's another, and there's this great abyss below it, and there's another cliff, but there's no pathway or no bridge mm-hmm. to it. And I just take one step, and the bridge meets my feet, mm-hmm. foot. And then you take another step, and the bridge meets your foot. Mm-hmm. And sooner mm-hmm. or later, you'll realize that you're on the other peak. Mm-hmm. And so that's what a lot of that, a lot of... of of what I th- where I think people don't 
reach their potential of greatness is because they're not willing to risk taking the step before the path is there. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, you're seeking, there's so a true. passion that's going to push you through it. And, and, and it would really help you if you talk about it. Mm. I feel like I would be a great school teacher mm-hmm. and being able to say that and saying, well, that's cool. Yeah. We can always use great school teachers. What do you what do you need to do to do that? Well, I mean, I, I don't I don't I don't know. Well, maybe you go to school. Okay, but I don't know where I'd go. I don't know. Call some colleges or yeah. whatever and put your foot out there and then it will yeah. unfold because we're all created for greatness. Yes. Yes. The universe will back you up. For sure. Yeah, I mean, the universe has your back. And if not one way, it might twist a little. That's exactly right. And then you just put your foot out. That's exactly right. I mean, we are here because somebody asked me to be on their podcast. And when I did it, I thought, that'd be fun. Oh, that's that's it. I was thinking about that today. I'm like, yeah. how did Tova and I connect like that's originally? It. So that's how it. did you yep. meet Kevin? So In that I, studio, yep. I was on a, a podcast called Jamie Ivy. Uh-huh. And I was her guest, and she lives in Austin. I drove to Austin, was a guest on her podcast. She's very successful. And um, she asked me to come tell my story, and I thought, wow, that that would be a really cool job. I wish I could do that. And then, but then I left and I was like, but you know, I don't know how to do that. And I just, so I just let it die. Yeah. And then, uh, Kevin was producing a podcast. Insignificant Others. Yeah. Insignific- they have some really interesting guests. Go check out their, their podcast. Yeah. Insignificant Others. And it was two dads that just found people's stories and they invited me to come be on their podcast and Kevin was producing it. Oh. And, so, and I had always, I had him in the back of my mind when I was on Jamie, that'd be fun, but I didn't know how. Yeah. And like, that's exactly what I do. A so. thousand times, like that board, I'm not going to learn that board. No. How to, of how to produce, how to produce the show. Um, but I saw Kevin. And so when I was leaving, I said, can I have your number? And then we met at Starbucks at Preston and Forest. Yep. And I said, what does this involve? And I said, let's do it. And it was See? just in my soul. It was in my gut. And I thought I could do that. And, you know, there's a whole bunch of people, I'm sure, that have been guests on podcasts that don't, that don't, something isn't sparked, but something right. sparked. Definitely. And, yeah. and, and I, so I think it is just like listening to that spark, like pay attention to that thing that, like, it pulls you. Yeah. yeah. And, and those technical aspects are daunting. Sorry, Janice, to me. Oh, no, go ahead. But I mean, I get that. Like, some uh, people may have that in them and just it. never want to tackle it because it's so. Well, or somebody may have that in them and they go for it and it doesn't work. So then there may be something that, that spins off from that. Yes. That had they not tried that, exactly they would right. not have had the opportunity to do something else. Exactly. Like Tova going on the show in Austin. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Totally. That just yeah. You to, went there and then that spun. That birthed this. Yeah. And it's. But you, you took that shot. You could have said like, I don't feel like going to Austin to like do that. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or I'm not going to risk starting something or I'm not going to take on that expense or. Or I'm not even going to meet with that guy. I mean, what do I, I can't, I don't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I think it's just having a hustle for that spark and taking the risk. I was the, blown away though too. Oh, the sorry. risk. <laughs> 
But like <laughs> when you were on that show and I first met you, like, cause you came in, you were such a like happy chipper person. And then as I'm sitting there, like my jaw is just like dropping hearing you tell the story. And I'm like, oh. how the, does this have a happy ending? Like, <laughs> how is this person so happy? Like, yeah. You want to know it's so is funny. She, is she crazy? Is she uh, on drugs? Like, I remember you. <laughs> That's so funny because I remember, I can see exactly where I sat. So Yep. The two men sat here. You sat there, and your computer was bigger. Yeah, or maybe yeah. the a, monitor. It was a way bigger desk, too. Yeah, <laughs> but I remember, I remember him coming <laughs> outside of like he yeah. leaned out and like, what the hell? Because I usually don't see the person <laughs> yeah. really. You know, they're like hidden behind so my monitor. Like, I'm telling the story. They're asking me questions of my life. Uh huh. And he like pokes his head out. Like, like what the? Am <laughs> like, I really looking at this person? Like this. <laughs> Does this really match up? I don't know. And I think you cried. It was disbelief. That's possible. Oh, yeah. Your (laughs) story is... I think mm -hmm. you cried. Well, you know, I also think, too, that that where some of this begins is recognizing your passions Mm -hmm. and if you are good at it. Mm -hmm. So you may... It could be baking cookies. Oh, yeah. It could be... There are just... There's so many things out there that people could see. Absolutely. And everybody has an area of greatness. And if you recognize yours, don't poo-poo that. And don't feel embarrassed. Or downplay it. Or downplay it and say, Mm -hmm. hey, you know what? I am really good at (laughs) baking cookies. Wonder what it would be like to open up a little cookie industry. Yeah. You know, and and so there's all sorts of pathways out there and and I think that we want to teach our children and give ourselves full permission to recognize your areas of greatness. It is not arrogance. Mm-mm, it's not. It, it is, is not. It is. I l- absolutely love that you use the the uh, example of baking because Craig, Craig has two nieces, um, Caroline and Riley, who are just precious, and they're they're a, a little quiet and, mm-hmm. um, as by society standards, understated. And yet, these girls, the talent that these two girls—I mean, they're in their early early twenties—and they both got KitchenAids for Christmas, and they were ecstatic because they are the best cooks and the best bakers what do they what do they make they at anything and homemade bread cookies pastries cinnamon rolls um appetizers and and they don't just like slop something together and throw it on a plate the talent Mm -hmm. and the gift that they both have to be great in the kitchen is mind-blowing and the way that they set the table and the way that they do the flour and the way that, that I mean their attention to detail to to be a hostess and to be great chefs and cooks and bakers it's yeah and I am in awe of them and I mean awe of them 
they're so great at it. And that is a huge talent. And they're just such servants. They want to bake everything for everybody. Well, and who knows where that will go. Exactly. You know, I watch the... Uh, That's exactly right. I watch a cookie show. On, oh, you've told us about uh-huh. this. <laughs> and it's fascinating to me. I can't believe the fabulous cookies they make. I'm just not artistic. I can bake, but I'm not artistic enough to decorate cookies <laughs> like the ones that win the awards. But I think it's a... That's a whole nother fascinating field. Totally. You know? That is full of greatness. Yeah. So I think a big part of greatness is um, practicing positive habits, which Mm -hmm. I think you're really good at, Janice. So how do your positive habits play into your greatness? Well, my positive habits are... My devotionals, mm-hmm. my connection morning and night with my higher power and keeping my mind kind of focused on that. I think that I'm health-oriented, and so I think that helps a lot as 100%. far as how I eat and exercise and and things like that. And And I think another thing that really helps me is that I love the people that I love I love so great yeah and that is a lot of what brings me joy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know it's so interesting that you those are the three that you said because those are the three that I wrote down that I believe have a huge huge impact on my ability of to be great. It is taking care of my body, um, surrounding myself with really positive people, Uh and then trying really hard to practice positive, uplifting acts. And I also think giving, for me, plays a big part. Yeah. Serving others. You know, whenever people are generous to me, I try really hard to turn around and do something generous in response to that to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I, I well, I think that giving spirit, mm-hmm. that giving spirit is is so beneficial because as you put out, it comes back, mm-hmm. and you're not doing it to get it back. You're doing it because yeah. of the joy it brings you to put it out there, okay. and I think that that's what is is a fascinating thing about greatness and identifying your own greatness is that is the, a gift that you're putting back out into the universe mm-hmm. that you've been blessed with. Absolutely. And so it's not about self-centeredness or being arrogant. It's about using the gifts that you've been given and and being great at it. Oh, yeah. And then... You know, the world is better. Mm -hmm. I mean, the world is better because Kevin is able to do what he does. It's true. I mean, think about the tens of thousands of people that have benefited from from your talent because, and this is just us. You have, you produce a lot of things. That's true. I never thought about that. Yeah. And that, if without you, none of those people would have been able to have the impact. We wouldn't have any feedback. No. Yeah. I mean, you guys are making me feel great today. (laughs) Well, it's true though, Kevin. And I think that, I think that that's important that you and I and Tova all give ourselves full permission to celebrate our greatness. So you could go home tonight and, 
and walk in the door and say to Elise, <laughs> I am the greatest. <laughs> well, she won't be back till tomorrow, but I'll save it the next day. <laughs> but I mean, uh, I get a lot of joy watching it, everything come together. Like, that's like mm-hmm. one of my favorite things is like the first show of any show that like, you know, because you put the whole thing together. Mm-hmm. Like, you and I had to meet at Starbucks a couple times, you know, mm-hmm. we have to have a logo, music, mm-hmm. all this stuff that, mm-hmm. to figure out. Mm-hmm. And I just love watching it all come together. Like, it's so oh. fun. Well, it's like a painting or a it work really of is. art. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Because totally. I promise, I'm just as proud, like, of the productions as the hosts are, you know? Like, I love Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Well, you know what? Greatness breeds greatness. It's it, our shi- us shining our light, me shining my light, gives you permission to shine your light. We're like, well, she's shining. Why can't I shine? I want to shine like she shines, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it And my greatness is dependent upon your greatness, and your greatness, and vice versa. some of your greatness <laughs> is dependent upon some of my greatness. 100%. And so we need, not only should we give ourselves permission to be great, we should, and I think that's a really important part of what this devotional said, we need to find other people's greatness and and talk that up and not be afraid of other people's success or or greatness and 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 communicating that to other people's greatness that we see is such a blessing. I think that's a very important part and and me recognizing your greatness or Kevin's greatness doesn't make me less great no and you know it's if that's a really important part and it's and to remind yourself to tell people Mm -hmm. you know Bren my oldest daughter is absolutely unbelievably great at creating businesses and she, when the when the when the pandemic started, she got involved buying gloves and being a middleman mm. to from manufacturers for the gloves to hospitals and all of that. And she's created a whole business. She's had a a um, she created an app for because she produced like the book for Neiman's for years. She had a production mm-hmm. company. Mm-hmm. I mean, she is an incredible. She is great at creating a business. Mm -hmm. And then Wesley is great at details, great for, she took part of Get Real. Bryn created this Get Real agency, which are real people do productions, so they put them in ads and stuff. And then Wesley has taken it to Australia, and they're doing it in Australia, and also helping Blair and Susie sell their clothes to Australia. And then Blair has this creative ability for her Hold life. Her whole. She's a lifestyle. She's a branding well, lifestyle. Well, and that yeah, her, her clothing art. business and her art and oh. all of that, and they, they and the kind of yoga instructor she is. Oh, I mean, yeah. she is great at a lot of things. They are. It's really phenomenal, mm-hmm. and it just proves that every single human being has it. Every last one. So. Figure it out. Yes. What is it? What do you love? And I think a lot of it comes from the passion place. Mm-hmm. You love clothes, mm-hmm. then that could be it. Mm-hmm. You love food, then that could be it. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you love, love broadcasting. Fitness. I love talk radio. That's what, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And even though, like, what we you were talking about, radio is kind of going away, you know, but... This podcast this is still art. talk radio. This is, is this, it you know totally what I mean? It totally is. Absolutely the same. It's just way better. There aren't any rules anymore, you know? Yeah. Like, 
Totally. It's phenomenal. It's yeah. Or regulations. Nobody's yeah. telling us what to do. Oh, no, man. Yeah. Or what not or what to say. Oh, my God. I've been yeah. cited by the FCC before. Like, it's very, like, scary. I mean, it's strictly regulated. Right. I have to sign this thing. They're like, this stays on file for 20 years. And I'm like, good God. So, like, I felt, yeah, I went to another <laughs> station. They can see that. But, like, it was just crazy, the rules that they had. Yeah. No rules. No, none. Which is Except my, my dance space. <laughs> yeah, copyright. Which, for yeah. a long time in this... In, business it was like the wild west you could do anything but now yeah, you can't exactly really do that anymore. yeah you could use any millions music you wanted like no one was regulating it but now that's you really crazy, crazy. Yeah. you know when uh I, I i wrote about this in um prince charming is debtor in rehab about recognizing how good you are at stuff and really mm-hmm. being your biggest promoter mm-hmm. and i talk about i don't know do you remember terrell owen oh he was yeah a dallas oh, cowboy yeah. you've talked and about this yeah and mm-hmm. he used to say i love me some me yep. Yep. And he was full of his greatness. Somebody told me one of the feedback that we got that said, thank you so much for that. And they put a sticky note on their mirror that says, I love me some me. I, because oh, of that. that. Is so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> because you told that story. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and that's phenomenal. Heck yeah. And that is not arrogant. No. That, I, you know what it is? I think it's gratitude. I do, I do too, Tova. And that's, I'm so glad you said that. It is gratitude. It is gratitude for, for this life. Like, mm-hmm. if we were meant, if we were created to be a nothing and nobody, then why the hell are we here? Yeah. We weren't. God created each one of us in His image to be a manifestation of Him. What is God? Great. How often is he great? All the time. Mm-hmm. And and we are a beautiful manifestation of his greatness. I agree. And so don't be afraid of it. Mm-mm. Don't hesitate. Teach your children Absolutely. how to promote themselves by identifying their greatness. Mm-hmm. And it's not at the expense of others. There's mm-hmm. plenty of room. Or at the... Oh, yeah. There is plenty of room. I love that, not at the expense of others. There is plenty of room mm-hmm. at, uh, at the table to be great. Mm-hmm. The table's big enough for everybody. And if you believe in your greatness, you will never suffer from extreme depression, ever. Mm. Wow. You will, you just won't. That's a powerful thing to say. Mm-hmm. And I believe it. I do too. I believe it. Well, you know what? 2022 is our year. Yeah. We're going to be great individually, collectively. The remedy is going to go places that we haven't even seen before. I just I just believe it. I'm putting it out there, and I, I believe in greatness for everybody. Me too. Me too. So go get it. Happy 2022. Bye. Oh, that was very dramatic. <laughs> that was dramatic. <laughs>